One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ruler Long Reads, the finest long-form cycling features and stories from Ruler magazine. Brought to you by Lacquer, bicycle insurance powered by the community. Lacquer's collective cover is made especially for cyclists for life on and off your bike. They've transformed traditional insurance to provide customers with a fairer, collective-driven approach to cycle insurance. Say goodbye to fixed upfront premiums. Instead, your monthly contributions are based on the collective's claims that month. Your maximum monthly price is capped, but the savings are all yours. And they have some big news. Lacquer will be running its first ever crowdfunding campaign and offering equity for the pack. Cyclists have helped Lacquer bring a much better model of insurance to the masses. That's why they want to invite you to join the ride. They're pleased to be able to give Ruler listeners the opportunity to own a part of Lacquer. You can invest in the future of Lacquer from as little as £10 and become a huge part of their collective. To register and to find out more about Lacquer's crowdfunding campaign, head to lacquer.co. This announcement is approved by Cedars. Your money is at risk when investing. Never again, you say to yourself, as the sensation slowly returns to fingers and toes. But you know this is just another of those comforting little lies. Never again, until the next time you find yourself thinking, it's only rain, how bad can it be? Ben Cutler reads Rain by Matt Seaton, from Ruler, Issue 6. A heavy dread. It starts the moment you wake. It's like an unpleasant taste lingering in your mouth. A bad dream. Something unresolved that still festers in your mind, and it has captured your mood. You would think the German must have a useful compound noun to describe the specificity of the emotion. Regenangst, perhaps? The fear of rain. It looms over you like the dark, low clouds outside. It's akin to the feeling you have when you wake with the knowledge that you've done something wrong for which you have to atone. Even if you didn't know the forecast, something outside your curtained window tells you. The faint swish of the traffic on the road. The cool humidity and the low light. Or perhaps it's just something cyclists feel in their bones. Or in their water. Today... I will get wet. It's the anticipation that's the worst. As you eventually drag yourself out of bed, you force yourself into that counter-dialogue. It's just rain, you say. It's only water. Once you're wet, you're wet. How terrible can it be? It's never as bad once you get going. A big part of you just doesn't want to do it. But even so, you tell yourself these comforting little lies because without them, you just couldn't do it. Mentally, it's a lot easier not to turn up than it is to pack during the race. DNS is a private shame. There could be plenty of perfectly good and honourable reasons for not riding. Only you would know 
that it was just because you didn't fancy riding in the rain. And the relief at not doing so goes a long way to compensate for your disappointment with yourself. DNF is a more public humiliation. You showed up and started, but you just couldn't hack it. The atmosphere at the race HQ is different when it's raining. Subdued, anxious, resigned. Voices are lower, faces grimmer, and there is little of the banter you'd normally expect. Joshing and laughter have a jarringly false note of bravado, as if framed by the question hanging in the cool, damp air. Don't you realise it's raining? Mostly, people are preoccupied with preparations, rummaging in kit bags for different socks and overshoes, rolling on arm warmers and knee warmers, pulling on full-finger gloves and rain cape, adjusting the straps on their helmet to take a cap underneath, then rubbing in the embrocation so that the pungent odour of menthol hangs in the air. The smell of the liniment alone is enough to start the butterflies in your stomach. But why fear the rain? Is it not only water, after all? To the racing cyclist, there is plenty to fear. Water turns tarmac into a black mirror. It hides the tricks of its true surface beneath a dark, opaque sheen. The road becomes treacherous in the rain. It's not only that it becomes slippery, but ruts and potholes can disappear completely beneath standing water. Drain covers and diesel spills become lethal traps, ready to send half a dozen riders sprawling and spread eagled across the road in the blink of an eye. Crashes become less an occupational hazard, more a racing certainty. Everyone has less grip. No one's brakes work as well. The normal margins for error are washed away, if someone goes down in front of you, the chances of stopping in time or flicking the bike around the debris are drastically reduced. The trust you place in other riders is suddenly worth nothing. The rain makes a mockery of even the best bike handling skills. Whether you stay upright or spill is simply a lottery. In the rain, any imperfection in the road surface, bootamen, bonding strips, even white lines, might as well be a patch of black ice. This is what you know as you line up at the start, shivering slightly with the chill and the stern anticipation. You hear short, sharp hisses as riders elect to let some air out of their tyres. Maximum pressures are for dry roads. Softer tyres give you just a fraction more grip on wet tarmac. That, at any rate, is the hope. Even in summer, the temperature drops when it rains, so you wear more clothes. The full wardrobe of gilets and gloves Still, with their low body fat, cyclists suffer in the rain. Once you are wet through, the breathable wicking fabrics you wear simply help the wind chill suck the living warmth from your body. There are days when you have to attack and get off the front, just because you need to keep your heart rate at a minimum of 90% simply to stay warm. Sitting in the bunch means going slowly hypothermic on your bike. When it really rains, it's not the water falling from the sky that matters, although you feel it hit your shoulders, spreading the grip of its cold fingers down your flanks as the dampness seeps behind your outstretched arms. But it's not the rain from above that really makes you wet. Most of the water that slaps your face in front comes off the road. Your own rear wheel becomes a fountain, sending a steady stream up in a full arc behind you, creating a sopping stripe up your back, grey with road grime. It hits the seat post, splashing the backs of your thighs. 
Your front wheel, too, spews a jet of water that hits the down tube and shoots sideways, soaking your feet with every turn of the pedals. Overshoes seep cold shocks of fluid, and before long, your toes are in standing water. Your wet feet can even take on a comfortable warmness like a wetsuit, as the efficient, heat-exchanging mechanism of your toes acclimatizes to its moist new environment, until cornering through a puddle sends a new icy jet through the mesh of your shoes. More water comes not off your own bike, but off the bikes in front. If you were lucky enough to be watching the bunch riding through a rainstorm from the warm, dry cocoon of a following car, you see a dense mist hovering above and enveloping the bunch. That is the spray off wheels, a haze of water flicked up from the road by the scores of tyres. In normal circumstances, those wheels are your friend, providing shelter, hiding you from the wind, lending you the help of an invisible hand by the drafting effect. In rain, that is reversed. The wheel you follow is no longer your friend. To sit on the wheel in front is to place yourself directly in line with a cold jet of water being fired backwards and up with the force of a power shower. The only way you could simulate the experience of riding in the bunch in the rain would be by riding a turbo trainer while someone sprayed you with a garden hose. You grimace involuntarily as your eyes fill with grit and your vision becomes blurred. Just to see anything, you have to develop an echelon-style technique of riding where you still take some wind shelter from the wheel in front, but avoid being directly behind it, which always increases the risk of overlapping and a touch of wheels. It's not so much to keep yourself dry, you're soon so wet you forget that. It is just so that you have some vision, rather than blinking and squinting sideways through a hail of water. In these circumstances, there is no cycling apparel yet devised that will keep you dry. Even an impermeable rain cape lets in water at the neck. Capillary action carries it up from the cuffs, and at race pace, your body generates so much condensation underneath that the distinction between the cold clamminess within and without eventually becomes meaningless. Wearing glasses is of dubious benefit. It saves your eyes being blasted like an old building under renovation, with a mix of water and sand, but it is like driving in a car whose windscreen wipers are broken. You peer out through lenses streaked and misted. Contact lens wearers have little choice but to stick with some form of eyewear, but of those with the choice, most abandon the habit. At best, you end up feeling oddly sealed in behind your limited vision, somehow cut off from what is happening around you. At worst, it makes you a liability. Remember Alex Zuller? A rider obliged to wear glasses and never the happiest bike handler. He rarely seemed to spend a whole day upright if it rained. Riding in the rain is such a purgatory that the only thing to do is attack. Being off the front hurts, but at least the pain is self-inflicted. It's yours. You own it. And that beats the misery of sitting in the bunch, getting progressively wetter and colder. You notice the spray less off the wheels of an escarpee. You stay warmer because you are working, and it's safer because you have a clear sight of the road ahead, and fewer riders around you who might make a mistake. The only cure for rain dread is to finish feeling you've accomplished something epic. Not only to win a place, but to feel that you've faced a threat to your very survival and overcome it. The conditions were hard, but you were harder. In the rain, 
the group psychology of the peloton is such that brakes are more likely to work and stay away. Along with the pervasive dampness, a sense of defeat creeps ineluctably into the minds of the chasers. The hazardous conditions make it harder to organise behind. People start to look out for themselves only, rather than contribute to a collective effort. Unless it's a stage race, more riders than usual will abandon. The attrition rate is high, with the lure of a warm, dry changing room almost irresistible for riders who've missed the move and are just getting colder and colder with each passing mile. To sit in the bunch is to feel your muscles slowly harden and grow rigid with cold. Nothing works properly. All the moving parts, thighs, knees, ankles, feet, feel disconnected from one another, only half-functioning and without the usual fluid rhythm and motion. You keep pedalling on brute strength and will alone, but the will is sucked out of you like the heat from your limbs. It is as though you have drunk hemlock, and a cold numbness gradually invades from each extremity towards the core, chilling the warm lifeblood and killing all vitality. Nothing, in these circumstances, is easier to rationalise than packing. The race has gone, and I'm going backwards. It's dangerous, and I will probably only make myself sick by carrying on. This is a not-so-feeble excuse. If you are racing in an agricultural area, where the rain may wash farming slurry across the road in a fine film of muck, laced with E. coli, stomach upsets are a lingering hazard, the sting in the tail of a day's racing in the rain. Even if you dodge that ill luck, what is inescapable is that your bike will be filthy. Every surface spattered and streaked. The transmission clogged with lubricant, congealed with dirt. So your bike needs cleaning, just when that is the very last thing you feel like doing. I've skipped racing in the rain sometimes, at least as much because of the prospect of having to wash my bike as that of riding in the wet. For pros, though, the rainy days must just be accepted as another day at the office. It must always feel like a Monday when it rains. And pity the team mechanic who will have half a dozen or more bikes to wash, wipe, dry and re-lubricate before the next day's stage. Even tyres have to be checked and changed if they've picked up cuts from the sharps washed across the road by the rain. The grit gets everywhere. Under the saddle, between the sprockets, inside the brake hoods. The greasy black runoff from the brake pads coats the forks and seat stays. Road grime stains the rider's legs grey and leaves a stripe up the back of his kit. When you shower after racing in the rain, you find sand in your hair, up your nose, in your ears. It is as though you've ridden through a wet sandstorm. After a bad day riding in the wet, you can shake a fine shower of grit out of the back of your bib shorts, even after they've been through a wash cycle. Back in the changing room, the sopping lycra peels from your goose-pimpled flesh as reluctantly as the skin of unripe fruit. You do not even realise how cold you are. Your brain is working so slowly, but you find yourself astonished by how heavy everything is. It feels good to slough off those sodden layers. You feel warmer naked to the air than you did in your wet kit. You throw on all the dry clothing you have, fingers struggling with zips and buttons, and still you shiver. You sit in the car with the heat blasting, but it's an hour before your body's thermostat is reset and you begin to feel normal. Never again, you say to yourself. 
as the sensation slowly returns to fingers and toes. But you know this is just another of those comforting little lies. Never again, until the next time you find yourself thinking, it's only rain. How bad can it be? You've been listening to Rain by Matt Seaton from Ruler Issue 6. It was read by Ben Cutler. Now then. Here's an infomercial message for the discerning folk of Rulerland. For the finest long-form cycling journalism and exquisite photography and design, why don't you simply subscribe to Ruler magazine? It costs as little as £7 per month. Regular columnists include Orla Shenwi, Roman Bardet and me, Ned Bolting, accompanied by features from the best writers and photographers in the business. Simply go to ruler.cc. You know it makes sense. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.